RadioInfluence.com. Political consultant author Dick Morris predicts a shocking October surprise aimed at influencing the November 22 midterms and Donald Trump running and winning the presidency in 2024 on this episode of United Patriots Uprising with Gary Benford. I'm your host, Gary Benford. Thanks for joining us. This podcast is available at RadioInfluence.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hope you'll subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends about the show. Morris also sees Republicans taking over the Senate and sweeping House victories in the 2022 midterms. As for his October surprise prediction, we've come to understand that Democrats will do or use just about anything to win elections. But this... Buckle up, because it will absolutely stun you. Gotta hope it doesn't happen. Are you ready for this? Well then, let's get into it. My guest is one of the nation's most prominent political consultants who has been called, quote, the most influential private citizen in America by Time magazine. He was instrumental in Bill Clinton winning the presidential election in 1996 and later, after changing to the right side, a behind-the-scenes advisor to Donald Trump winning the presidency in 2016. He churns out top-flight political analysis daily at dickmorris.com, and he's the author of the New York Times bestseller, The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback. I welcome to the show political advisor and commentator Dick Morris. How are you, Dick? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm, uh, I told you I'm really hassled today because I'm talking about the October surprise that I think is coming. And uh, I write about in my book, The Return, I predict that there will be an October surprise because in the midterm elections, because whenever the Democrats are falling short, that's what they always do. And uh, I believe that this will be a, a move both by Putin and by Bush, by Biden. It won't be uh, coordinated or anything like that. No collusion. But I think both of these leaders are desperate right now. Putin, because of his battlefield losses in Ukraine, where his army is just basically throwing down their arms and running away. And, uh, and Biden, because of inflation, and the losses of the that he's expecting in the midterm elections. And I think both of them need a distraction. And remember the movie Wag the Dog? Yes. Well, actually, it's funny. I went to a preview of it, and Robert De Niro came over to me and said, I play you in the movie. <laughs> mm. But, uh, you know, it was about a political crisis that a president has, in that case, a sex scandal. And he they go they go into a war, to try to distract attention from it and get the president reelected. And I think that Putin needs a distraction from his battlefield losses. So he's hyping the threat of nuclear war. I don't think it's phony. I think he might do it. I think probably his generals will stop him from doing it. But I think it's a real danger. But then the Biden security team and foreign policy team, I think are going to take advantage of that and hype the concern that a nuclear war might be imminent. 
both because Americans rally around the flag when that happens, rally around the president, uh, and because it distracts attention from issues like inflation that are moving the election. And uh, I think that that is what is coming in the 2022 election cycle. Okay, so you think that is coming up right now as it applies to the midterms? Yes, I do. I do. Now, how old are you? Uh, 71 or 72, okay. one or the other. I'm 75. So we both probably remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yes. Uh, where the Kennedy said there were Russian missiles in Cuba and there was almost a nuclear war over that. Do you know when in 1962 it took place? Uh, no. Late October. Right before, a month, a week before the congressional elections of 1962. And Kennedy was expecting to lose a lot of seats, and he ended up losing only a handful after the Cuban Missile Crisis. I'm not suggesting that Kennedy wagged the dog in that, but I am saying that it can have a huge impact on midterm elections. And I think that is what Biden is planning, and that's what I write about in the return. Wow, that's that's something. Well, looking ahead to the 2022 midterms, so many people seem to be teetering on a ledge, being tugged here and there, not knowing what to think. Please put the midterms in perspective, starting with the Senate and the House. Well, the only important thing in terms of how people themselves vote is that it's a referendum on Joe Biden and on the inflation that we have. And uh, I think that the Democrats had hoped to run abortion against inflation and try to mute the impact of inflation by talking about the need to preserve a woman's right to choose. But I think that that issue has kind of run its course. And I think most people understand that in their own state, there'll be no real change. Uh, The pro-life states will remain pro-life. The pro-choice laws will remain on the books and enforced. So I think abortion is losing its steam while inflation is gathering momentum because the prices are continuing to rise. And uh, I think that that's going to be the decisive factor. I think we're going to win the House by quite a bit. And the Senate, I think we will probably end up with 52 or 53 seats. There was a finding by the Gallup poll that they released this morning that's terribly important. Every uh, twice a year or three times a year, they take a national survey at Gallup and they say, do you have a favorable or an unfavorable opinion of the Democratic Party? And then the same question about the Republican Party. And for 50 years, they've asked that. And in the last 30 years, there have only been two or three short times when the Republicans had a higher favorability than the Democrats. The last one was in uh, 2016, right after the Trump election. And in this poll that they released today, the Democrats have a 39% favorable rating and Republicans have a 44%. The first time in a long time that the Republicans have been on top. So I think we're going to make huge gains in Congress. And I think that what's going to happen then is that Hillary will get into the presidential race. I think Biden will be forced out. They'll go to him and they'll say, look, you cost us the House, you cost us the Senate. you got to announce you're not going to run in 24 because we can't go down that rabbit hole with you. And 
and uh, he will announce he's not running again. And then a bunch of candidates will come out. And the party, with a lot of people in the party and their leaders will say, hey, Will, we don't want Bernie Sanders or Gavin Newsom or even AOC as our candidates. Uh, we need Hillary to come in and stop them like she did in 2016 when she stopped Sanders from winning the nomination. And I think that Hillary is going to end up as the Democratic candidate against Trump in 24. Wow, that's something. Before we get to Trump in your book, I just want to ask you one thing about the midterms. You have said recently there's a five-point swing from pro-choice to pro-life, that the Democrats right. are the party of single women haven't turned their attention on to women's reproductive rights, while Republicans, partially because of the shutdown to the virus, are back into families and raising their children. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that the that well, politically in the in the polling, single women are much more likely to vote Democrat than married women, and married women are more likely to vote Democrat than married women with children. So the best the Republicans do is among married women who have children, then comes married women without children, and the worst is single unmarried women. And that's because the issues that affect children about CRT in schools and sex education in the fourth grade are are so profound that they're driving a movement for parent power that is offsetting the pro-choice movement among women. I hear you there. Now, one other thing that you said that I found very interesting, there's a vast difference what people vote on. Republicans seem more interested a lot in crime and illegal immigration, Democrats not so much, but that everybody in these midterms should be concerned about inflation. Well, no, that's not quite what I think. Okay. Uh, I think Sorry. that uh, no, no, it's fine. I think Republicans and independents are overwhelmingly voting based on inflation. When we ask people, what do you think is the one problem that's the worst facing the country? 55% of the independents say it's inflation. And the next highest one is crime at 11%. So they really focused on on inflation. Among the Democrats, it's like inflation doesn't exist at all. Uh, Inflation is the number five problem. Uh, In the polling, they say that climate change and abortion and gun violence and racial inequality are more important than inflation. So it's like you're living on two completely different planets. For the Republicans and independents, inflation is eating their lunch, literally. And if they're under 40, it's stopping them from getting married or having children or even buying a car. And they still live in mom's basement. But among Democrats, it's like there isn't inflation at all. They live in this sort of cocoon Uh, of unreality, uh, focused on the global economy and on all kinds of hypothetical issues that are not real issues that we confront every day. How do we flip that around? Can we make inflation or do we have to make inflation the number one issue? How do we we control that or do something about it? Well, we hired Joe Biden to do it. He's making inflation the major issue all on his own. And uh, the, I think that, that that will be demonstrated in the midterm elections. I think when the Republicans pick up 40 or 50 seats in the House, he'll get that point rather clearly. I hear you. 
Dick, in your book, you lay out Donald Trump's secret plan to return to power in 2024. So I assume you're saying Trump will run for president again. He will be the GOP nominee and he will win the election, right? Oh, all three, right. Please tell us, you know, and one of the things you did say from the book, conservatives and MAGA supporters must realize there are new rules. The Democrats, the deep state, Soros, big media have decided Trump must be stopped at all costs. What are the new rules and how do we play by them? Well, first, we have to realize that the Democrats have basically decided they can't beat Trump at the ballot box. So they're going to try to beat him in the courtroom. And their whole approach is to throw legal obstacles in his path to try to stop him from running and try to stop him from being nominated and then stop him from being elected. None of that's going to work, but we have to be prepared for even more lawsuits and even some indictments and other stuff that's going to try to block Trump because they know that nobody else can defeat them as much as Trump can. I think the second thing is, which I refer to as the new rules in the book, is I believe there was cheating in the 20 election. I believe the election might well have gone the other way if there were not. But the most important point about 2020 has been ignored by most people. The turnout increased dramatically, unbelievably, literally a 20% increase in voter turnout over the, over the last election. Uh, 15 million new people voted and they voted for Biden and 11 million new people voted and they voted for Trump. But to a 26 million new people voting, expanding the electorate dramatically. And the strategies of the two parties differed. The Republican Party focused on GOTV, get out the vote. So they on election day, they had phone calls and buses and car rides and door-to-door knocking to get their vote out. Democrats didn't do much of that. They settled back and focused on early voting and mail-in and absentee voting. And like any pizza delivery boy can tell you, home delivery beats going out for food every time. So the Democrats said, hey, listen, I know you're busy. I know you're watching TV and there's a good game on and you're enjoying your beer. Uh, stay, stay seated. Don't worry about it. But here's a ballot box and here's a paper and I'll lend you a pen. No need to go upstairs and get your photo ID because we're not going to request that. And vote in the comfort of your own home and we'll take the ballot in for you. And if the ballot was for Trump, I don't think it made the journey. But if it was <laughs> for Biden, it, it sure did. And what we have to do is to understand two basic things. Number one. We have to get people to vote at home. There's nothing wrong with mail-in voting. It should be banned, but the votes count the same. And while it's not banned, we need, we Republicans, need to go door to door and get people to vote in the the comfort of their own home. And the second thing is that the Democrats have, don't say this in election day, they say this in election month or two months. And they you take advantage of early voting, whereas Republicans tend to wait until election day. And that's why there was this huge disparity on election night in 2020, where we seem to be winning by a lot. And then we all of a sudden we go to losing. That's because early they were counting the people who showed up who were basically Republican. And then they counted the mail-in ballots, some fraudulent 
who were basically Democrats. And we have to realize each day in September and October of 24 is election day. And each day we have to get our vote and beat their vote Monday through Friday and weekends too. And uh, that's a whole new change in the way the Republicans approach elections. I hear you, Dick. And and I want to thank you for coming on. I know you're a very, very busy man. I thank you for giving us some of this time. Please tell us, tell the listeners where they can find you and anything you want to promote. Good. Well, my book uh, has not been banned yet. (laughs) So uh, you can go to Amazon and uh, barnesandnoble.com and buy the book. Uh, you can also go to dickmorris.com and we link to the book. And every day, every morning, I just did it a few minutes ago, I do a five-minute video about the news of the day and my commentary on it. And you can get that for free, emailed to you, uh, by going to dickmorris.com and signing up. Thank you, Dick. I get that. I've been getting that every day for quite a while. Thank you for the information you gave us and continue doing what you're doing because we need voices out there to help us see our way through this muck and mire of what we're going through in this nation. Once again, thank, thank you very you. much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you have it, everyone. Mr. Dick Morris, a busy man on the go. He's on to another interview, but he gave us a lot of information in a very short period of time. The main thing we have to do is understand we are in a war. We are in a war that we must win, and we've got to get out and vote. As everybody that listens to this show for any point of time, period of time understands, uh, I have a hat and my motto is just get one flip blue to red. If each individual can just get one, one person, just flip one, you don't need a thousand, you don't need a hundred, don't even need 10. If each person just gets one to vote the right way, this would transform America in a very short period of time. I want to thank Dick Morris for giving us about as much meat as could be packed into a 15-minute interview. We live in perilous times, friends. As Morris projects, the 2022 midterms and the 2024 presidential election will go a long way to determining whether we retain freedom and liberty as we've known it. This podcast is available for download at RadioInfluence.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hope you subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends about the show. That's all for now. Thanks for joining us. So until the next time, this is your host, Gary Benford, saying God bless you, God bless your families, and God bless America. I'm Jerry P. Tuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. 
All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. 